Hello and welcome to this edition of the Locked on Penguins podcast, the first episode of the 2020. I'm, of course, Hunter Hodes. Follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. And a lot has happened uh, at the end of 2019 and then going into 2020 in the last few days in Penguins world. We'll get to all that. But today, uh, I figured to start off 2020 right, um, we're going to have um, another guest on the podcast. He's already been on this podcast before. One of my very, very dear good friends, uh, Cameron Easton. Uh, Cam, how you doing today, buddy? Pretty good. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, man. Um, it's great that you got to become on the podcast today. Um, I've been really wanting you to come back since we had that really good episode last time. But um, uh, So the Penguins had that game, of course, against the Senators, 5-2 win. They get to their 24th win of the season, their third win in a row. And um, a lot of good to come out of that game. But, of course, Cam, we have to start with the um, very devastating news um, that came on New Year's Eve, and that is Jake Gensel will be out for perhaps the rest of the season, four to six months after undergoing shoulder surgery, um, after scoring the goal, I think it was the fifth goal of the game, and then he just rammed into the board. So um, it was a very upsetting day um, if you're a Penguins fan, I think, Cam. Yeah, the score was 4-2 at the point uh, right before he scored the goal, and it was like, uh, it was like, did Gensel really need to score that goal and then get that injury? But, you know. Things happen in the NHL, and um, hope for a speedy recovery for Gensel. And man, what a season he's been having! Um, got voted to the All Star game, mm-hmm. and um, with the injuries to Crosby, he's been really, you know, cementing himself into that top line by himself. Yeah, and he, he having had himself had a great goals. season. He had already had twenty goals. He was leading the team in points. I think he got selected to his first All Star game, and. Um, that this, this loss is just, you know, there's a lot of injuries that have happened this year, but they've overcome them. But th- this loss is going to be, um, right up there with one of the hardest that they have, will have to overcome for perhaps the rest of the season. Um, he does so much. He's their, their, probably their best pure goal scorer. I think he was on pace for 45 goals this season. He was probably going to sm- smash his career high, even though that was 40 last year. Um, and, it's just it's unfortunate because the way he was people were having the discussion during the Senators game because Cindy Crosby's probably about a week away from coming back. Like, do you move Gensel up back to Crosby? Or do you keep him with Malkin? And now we don't really get to have that conversation anymore, which is so unfortunate. Yeah, no, it's we there was all those conversations of a healthy Penguins team could be a very dangerous team in the NHL. And it seems like every week there's just that one injury that just uh keeps them away from that and Obviously, this week was Gensel, but Alex Galchenyuk has to really step it up. He's going to be playing on the first line um, tonight against San Jose, and that that should be interesting. See if he he's been scoring a little bit as of late, but um, he needs to really step it up. Yeah, he had the goals in back to back games against the Predators. I thought he was okay against um, Ottawa. He's been playing a bit better, which uh, that's much needed. Um, uh, it was in L.A. Freeman's 31 Thoughts yesterday that they were still shopping uh, for a new home for him. But now with Gensel Hart, um, he reported that basically they, they really don't have a choice but to keep him at this point since um, you really can't trade another winger with another winger going down. But um, at least Cindy Crosby, I think, is coming back soon. Um, he's still skating and he's going to be practicing, I think. Sometime, hopefully soon, I guess in the next week he comes back. I've been saying that for probably like two weeks now, but um, th- that would be good. But I mean... It was just it was a really good game overall. I think with Ottawa, I thought Tristan Jari was solid. Um, again, you know that's ho hum. He was actually voted. It was just announced he was voted as the second star of the month for December. And um, I think with Gensel now not going to the All Star game, obviously, I think he might be a Penguin that goes to the All Star game. Him, Malkin, or Rust. 
Yeah, I'd love to see him make it, you know, um, in the absence of Crosby and all these other players that are getting these injuries. It's it's the team is really stepping up. I said it again on the last podcast, but man, I just all these guys um, from first line to the bottom line, um, Tristan Jari, they're all really stepping up and um, 10 wins in December, I believe. Yeah, um, that's very impressive. Um, if you were to tell me Crosby, you know, was going to be out for the month and they'd have 10 wins, I'd be very happy. Yeah, they and went 10 and 2 that, that in the, the month of December, which was pretty ridiculous. He had eight wins, 1.54 goals against average, three shutouts. Um, he has a, I think it's like a, almost about 940 save percentage. Um, he's, he's honestly on my one of my on my list of one of the short candidates for the Vesna right now, even though he hasn't had an, um, enough playing time as a starter, though he's getting it now. But I mean, I think you could definitely see him if he somehow keeps this up through the rest of the season. Um, he could definitely be a candidate for the Vezina at the end of the um, the season. Yeah, and Murray didn't have the best game in um, against Nashville, but um, you know it was a win, and he, that was a much needed win for Murray. And for whatever reason, Jari, you know, gets on a little cold streak, and we have to rely on Matt Murray. Um, mm-hmm. I think him building on that win is such a positive um, outcome. And, um, you know, um, we said it before, it's it's me a very interesting off season. And these next couple months are going to be um, telling a lot for the future of the Penguins in terms of the goaltending. Yeah. I think right now I've said it probably a few times, just keep riding the hot hand with him. Um, eventually I think his numbers will regress down a little bit to, um, like not a 940 level because like a goalie can't play at that level for his whole career for a whole season. And then, you know, you'll get Murray some starts and, you know, but like you said, I think that win was really big for him. Um, you know, just to get that under his belt, he hasn't won a lot lately. He hasn't played his best hockey, but I mean, I, I think, um, having 44 saves on 48 shots, I think may also help him seeing the puck a lot, which will help him more. But, um, going back to the game against the, um, the senators, um, it was kind of weird to see, I think at the end of that game, can, the Senators were just very mad, uh, very mad online, as I like to say, at Evgeny Malkin. <laughs> uh, they were just like, you know, taking some uh, shots at him, uh, being at the game. Uh, a lot of the fans uh, were throwing some pretty interesting words out there, choice words, I'd say, for some of the Senators players towards the end of the third period when the game was over. They were kind of just running around looking like idiots. Yeah, it, it was a very chippy game. And then um, I saw the video of Kachuk uh, just following Malkin mm-hmm. on that last shift, just trying to throw hits at him and then ultimately it led to that scrum and then uh murray and the trainer had to keep uh malkin off yeah or on the bench when he was pulled off from the referee yeah Um, i I saw that you don't you don't you don't normally see that with this penguins team now just all that chippiness and um but you know they they got out of there with a win and that's all that counts yeah the the funny thing uh it was pretty funny when uh malkin kind of swung his stick Adam Shabbat, and he got fined. I think it was a $5,000 fine that he had. Um, yeah. I thought that was um, a, l- a little bit funny considering he was just there. And then Borietsky, I think, was on him. Brian Russ made a, he like raised his arms up. It was, it was really funny. Yeah, just, I thought that was a really fun end of the game. Yeah. Um, again, uh, Malkin does that little stuff. He's done that stuff before with the, you know, in, in fights and stuff. I wouldn't really call it a fight. It was more of a wrestle match. Uh, in the corner, but, um, you know, again, 
happy to get the win. Just move on. Um, I I'd love to avoid injuries. Uh, yeah, please. In the case of getting in, in a fight and for some reason get a concussion, but that wouldn't be good. But um, glad everyone got out of there, and it's, except for Gensel, which was unfortunate. But um, you move on and you you build with what you have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, coming up after this um, little, little break, we'll probably talk a little more about the game. A couple players that scored, um, especially Patrick Hornquist. He he got on the board for one of those. First times this season, he's finally back healthy, which is um, really, really big um, as well. All right, so yeah, as I said, going before going into the um, break, uh, Patrick Hornquist was able to get a goal in this game. I think it was the goal that made it um, 3-1, I, I think is what it was, 4-2, something like that. I think it would restore the two-goal um, lead. Um, and, you know, whenever he's he's been healthy this year, he's actually played a lot better than he, he did last year. Um, I really did not understand a lot of the Patrick Hornquist hate that some people throw around. I know his contract is a little over $5 million. I, I, I get that um, criticism. But, you know, when he's been on the ice and he when he's been healthy, I, I think he's really, really helped the team this season. He's definitely been one of their 12 best forwards. I, I've seen some uh, takes that, you know, he could be a healthy scratch for some reason. And I'm like, that that's not, it's not going to happen at all. Yeah, uh, I just love his net front presence. Um, obviously, when you're in that area of the net, you're, you're going to tend to get hit a lot more, and there's chance for more injury. But um, getting those dirty goals when it really, really matters, it it um, it helps on the power play as well. And um, I mean, you saw it on uh, what was it, on the Senators game. And yeah, just his did. net front presence was very valuable. And, you know, he does get that criticism with, you know, being on the latter part of his career and getting paid $5 million, But, you know, um, price you got to pay. Yeah, and he's fully healthy now too, which is, I mean, that's that's just been the big thing, I think, for him. Um, he hasn't been able to stay healthy a lot of these past couple seasons. Uh, a lot of it is not really his fault with the concussions. Um, that's, um, that's something you really can't control, but... Other lower body injuries, he's had two this year, but it looks like he's fully healthy now. Hopefully, he stays healthy the rest of the season and he keeps chipping in goals like that because he's still a good player uh, for this team and he can really, I think, help uh, this team win games. Also, another player that scored again, Cam, was uh, Dominic Simone. Um, I hope the Simone hate Dominic Simone haters were enjoying that goal considering that was also a gorgeous pass from Joseph playing DC. Um, it was just cross eyes from the point. Um, Simone had to almost uh, dive to get it uh, pretty much. Um, just a really nice, just a really nice goal to get. And that's, a, that's his second, I think that's a goal in two consecutive games now, two out of three games now for Simone, um, after not burying his chances, um, earlier in the season. Yeah, I'll admit <laughs> I was, I was never a big Simone fan, um, <laughs> at the beginning of his career, but he, he had those flashes where he, he had, he was a really skilled player and, I, you know, um, him playing with Crosby, that that was great and all, but now you're seeing it without Crosby, you know, and it's, um, you know, I, I, I'm I'm on the Simone bandwagon, as they say, you know, um, but yeah, he's been playing real good as of late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's definitely been um, very 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 good lately. Um, he's chipping in assists. I've always said that goal scoring is a bit is a bit hard to do in this league, but he's also had such bad luck just hitting the posts and. 
Um, he's like he's also missed empty nets somehow, which I don't really understand how he's well, missed. So well, many. Which game was that? Was it the Boston game where he kept hitting the post? Yeah, that's like, I think multiple times. He had like three that was unreal. In that game, yeah. I kind of I, I started feeling really bad for him at that point, but you know it's good to see him actually scoring on his chances now. Um, that's what happens sometimes in this league. And then um, Brian Russ also added two assists um, in this in this game and. He's, he's on a steal for that contract right now, Cam. The, the way he's just really turned into a complete player. I remember when he was called up, you know, didn't really think anything of him. He just, you know, he just did a bunch of random stuff on the ice. But, I mean, they have developed him so well. Um, he's on pace to score over 40 goals, I think. I think Dom of the Athletics said the other day he's on pace to score over 50 goals this season, which I'm probably not going to do. But um, it's just, it's nuts how good of a player this he, he's become. He's been one of their best uh, players in the, this season. Yeah, Brian Russ has been always one of my favorite players, and uh, 32 points right now, um, making up uh, lost points with Crosby and all the other injuries. Um, you know, he, he used to have those cold streaks at the beginning of the seasons, mm-hmm. and he would heat up towards the playoffs, and he would be Mr. Playoffs for the Penguins. Um, but now you're really seeing him develop into this, um, this I wouldn't say perennial, but He's definitely a top-line player right now for the Penguins in terms of the way he's scoring and point production. Yeah, he had that um, uh, streak last year, I think, where it was like two goal, one goal in like his first 30 games. He, had, he was getting no puck luck, and then I think he had a stretch where he had like seven goals in four games. He was just really streaky last year, but I, he's really just put it all together this year. He hasn't really been just been streaky. He's just been... You know, just scoring at will, I would say. It's just, it's been so, a really good, pleasant surprise. And, you know, the best part is you can plug him anywhere in the lineup and he'll just keep producing. Yeah. I, when he started off with the Penguins, I always saw him as a, a bottom line player. But now it's like, I, you see him as a top line player just based off of, um, the, the skill and the, even the finesse of some of the goals he scored. It's sometimes when he's on a breakaway, it's kind of like, wow. That's Brian Rust, you know. Yeah, he has um, he has these awesome uh, moves. Yeah, whenever yeah, like he's on when he's on a breakaway. I mean, he'll just his. I think his go to move there, where I've seen a lot of times, is like he just um, backhand forehand. He'll go to the uh, the right side. I, I know he did that in the playoffs against Vasilevsky. He's done it a few other times. I'd have to go back and um, to check. But yeah, he's just it's just it's been so much fun to watch him uh, just grow as develop into the player that he is now. Um, and I think you can uh, when Crosby comes back, you can put him on that right wing on Crosby's line, which I think they might do. Or you know you can just keep him on uh, on Malkin's line because I mean when Gensel was in that it was like that Gen- it was Gensel Malkin and Rust, and they were just man that that was just that was just a really fun. But I think at this point um, before we go into the break cam, um, just want to circle back to that. Um, they they were gonna probably wait to make a trade, but I think you may have to make one pretty soon to replace Gensel's production because it's very hard to replace that production, but you're going to have to go out and get a top six left wing left winger. It's mandatory now, whether, you know, people don't know Tyler Toffoli. I've seen Chris Kreider out there, uh, Brandon Saad when he gets healthy, though he has a high cap hit. Um, I'd have to see more um, names as they come out, but I mean, those are the three I've seen people throwing out there right now. Yeah. 43 points is a lot of production to make up and, um, a few of those players you mentioned are qu- quite possibly could do that with the Penguins. Um, I'd love to see Brandon Saad as a Penguin. Just um, Pittsburgh connection. What, yeah, Pittsburgh guy. But you know, high high cap hit. You're gonna have to bring back some salary over there. Um, you know, 
that's a quite an interesting trade that Jim Rutherford would have to make. I would think he'd have to possibly throw Galchenyuk in there, but um, it's it's going to be an interesting trade deadline for the Penguins because that Gensel injury just shapes a whole different um, a different outlook to what they have to look forward to towards the playoffs. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I was reading um, an article in The Athletic the other day, and Jim Rutherford basically said to uh, Rob Rossi that he's just he's sick to his stomach at this point. Um, he said he's going to take his time to see what he wants to do before he you know goes into any trades and all that. You know, He is a quick trader. Um, he usually likes to do his business before February, sometimes in the beginning of February. So, I wouldn't be surprised to see a move come in the next couple weeks, knowing Jim Rutherford's trade history. But um, yeah, I mean, the, the good part is that they'll have, I think they'll have six million in salary to free up. They're going to put Gensel on long-term IR. Um, I really don't think it matters um, once the playoff rolls around about cap hits and all that, considering it's the playoffs. I'd have to double check though. But for, for regular season-wise, um, he won't be back, so that's six more million uh, to work with, and, and so which is which is uh, I'd say it's really really good at this point, but. Um, and when we come when we come back, um, I think we'll uh, we'll talk about the game tonight for the Penguins and about the Sharks and um, yeah, they've just they've been uh, pretty brutal this year. All right, so so yeah, Cam, um, I teased it before the break, of course, but um, the Penguins will play the San Jose Sharks for the first time tonight. Um, what a fall from grace uh, by the San Jose Sharks this season, and they have just been. Um, absolutely brutal. Um, not in a playoff spot. The, I knew that the end was coming. Um, there was a tweet yesterday, Cam. I saw this was pretty interesting. Um, their contracts, Logan Couture, he's 31 in March. He has seven years left on his deal. Evander Kane, 29 this summer, has five years left. Eric Carlson has seven years left. He's 30. Brent Burns is 35. He has five years left. Martin Jones is 30 next week and he has four years left. And all these cap hits are basically 6 million or higher. Um, what, what a disaster, uh, Cam. Yeah, they really thought they had the core, um, especially after they went to the cup final with the Penguins. Um, I, I, I personally thought they had the team to really um, be a threat in the Pacific for years to come, but mm-hmm. obviously that's that's not the case right now. Carlson, when they acquired him, he was pretty quiet um, initially, and then he, he finally turned it around a little bit. But yeah, right now they're ranked 30th in goals against, 29th on the power play. Mm-hmm. But the, the bright spot for that team, which is really surprising, is they're first in the penalty kill. And, you know, the Penguins got to watch out for that tonight. Yeah, the Penguins have been good with um, not allowing shorthanded goals uh, this season. There was, I think it was, was it last season or the season before they were allowing like a league? I think it was last season they were allowing a league high shorthanded goals and they corrected that this season. They've been much better with that. But, I mean, yeah, the Sharks goaltending, it, it, it's... You know, I think the, <clears throat> what they do with their goaltending is almost like the definition of insanity. You know, they keep doing the same thing over and over again, and they expect different results. And that's what they've been doing with Martin Jones and Aaron Dell, and they have been um, they've been bad uh, to say the least. Yeah, Martin Jones, man. I, you know, I was a big fan of him yeah, when they too. went head head uh, against Penguins. Um, you know, I thought he was going to be one of the league's best, but. It's it's been a very odd season for Martin Jones and then Arundel. Yeah, that's just it's they they really don't know who to who to lean to this year. Yeah, it's just yeah. I think and the, I think their big problem is Doug Wilson, their general manager, has been too loyal um, to a lot of these core players. Like I think 
like you can you do like he can realize that you don't need to sign every one of your players that are close to 30 to like five to eight year contracts because now your team is in a massive massive cap hell they're basically cooked this season they already fired um their coach i mean i don't um it's just i definitely did not see their fall from grace coming this quick i knew it would come but i mean i i I didn't really think they would come this quick, especially considering, you know, they beat Vegas last year in the playoffs, though. I mean, it was kind of a little debatable with how they did it with they with that um awful five minute major call that happened, I think, oh, yeah. in game six. That was they had no business winning that game. I think I think um Vegas would have won. I think it actually was in game six, I think it was game seven, actually. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I do believe it was game seven. Yeah, Vegas would have won that game if that penalty was not called, if it was just a two minute minor. But um, yeah, it's just uh, this is a winnable game, definitely for the Penguins. Um, I'm not. I think Martin Jones is starting tonight. I'd have to go check um, one of the beat writers to make sure. But um, yeah, this is a game, Cam. I think that the uh, the Penguins should be able to win easily. I think um, I would have even tried and put Matt Murray in just to give a little morale booster again. You know, try and build build those wins for him, but. It, it just a strange season for the Sharks. I mean, Burns is a minus twenty three. I mean, give what you know, what you think with plus or minus. Yeah, I've heard the yeah, it's debates, not but, like the best but, but still, I mean, it's it seems like a lot. They have a lot of minus players on there. Yeah, I mean, right now. yeah, and I don't really like like you said like plus minus. You know, it's not like really good stat to like judge a hockey player. But I mean, when you are a minus twenty three, um, I think that deserves uh, to to be heard about because that like that's just not just bad. That's just really really bad. Um, Especially mean, for a Norris Trophy winner in mm-hmm. Brent Burns, it's just it's a very odd season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so the Penguins, uh, they should be able to win this game. Like I said, uh, Martin Jones is like we talked about, not very good. I think he's around nine hundred, sub nine hundred this season. Um, the Penguins should be able to light him up, even though they're without a few players still. But um, and then the road ahead for the Penguins. I think this weekend they go to Montreal. I think that they have. A, I think it's the back to back this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it is. They have Montreal on Saturday at seven o'clock. Sunday they come home to play the Panthers. And then next week starts uh, one of my personal favorite road trips, Cam. They go to um, Vegas, Colorado, and then Arizona. Um, th- those are a lot of fun road trips because, um, you know, you get to stay up late and watch the Penguins. Yeah, I was I was trying and looking at trying to get tickets for the Vegas game, going out to Vegas. Um, That'd be awesome. Cause when I, that would be great. But when I went in uh, for my birthday, May 26th this past year, um, it wasn't even hockey season for Vegas. I mean, the Hockey just, you know, ended, and they were still hyped about the Golden Knights. Yeah. Um, So hockey is alive in the desert. I mean, you go off into the airport, and they're selling jerseys. It's crazy. Yeah, they're they're very Um, crazy for their team. Um, Don't you forget that city is also getting the Oakland Raiders the next season. They're leaving Oakland for the Vegas Stadium, so that's going to be pretty fun as well. But um, I think tonight's game, I don't think – I think it's just on – AT&T Sports then and then NBC Sports California. I'm just double checking. Yeah, it's not. It's anything. 80s night too. Yes, it is. I, um, I wish I could go to that <laughs> game. I'd wear my um, I'd wear my 80s mullet that I had that I wore for Halloween. Maybe uh, who knows? That'd be. Yeah, I see they're giving away uh, Rubik's cubes as well. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. Uh, I, hope, I hope I hope to see some people there dressed up as like Slash or something. I think that would be uh, 
really, really funny. Or just like some interesting. I'll be curious to watch the game and see what people are dressed up as. Especially uh, Dan Potash. Uh, he always yes, I was just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's always interesting to see Dan's uh, costumes for the... His, his the... ugly sweater was probably the best. I think it was uh, Jake Gensel's face. And... Um, Yes, yeah. Uh, that was, that was One of my favorites of all time was when he was uh, Darth Maul for Star Wars Night. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a great one. But yeah, Dan's Dan's a great guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, it definitely so. was. But um, yeah, I uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode of Locked on Penguins. Uh, Cam, it was a pleasure having you back. We're definitely going to have to do this more going forward. Um, I appreciate um, all the hockey talk that we had. It was great to have you on. Appreciate it. And Happy New Year to everybody and best of luck. Uh Hope everyone sticks to their resolutions. So yes, hope I, get, absolutely. Can't wait to be back. Yeah, definitely can. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, listening to this episode of Locked On Penguins, and we'll we'll talk tomorrow. Probably have a recap of the game, and then um, uh, preview this week. This another weekend of back to back games uh, for the Penguins. So talk to you all soon.